episode of Crunch Time with Cruck. Joined at the table today with Jairus Acklin and, as always, Mad Max. Max, how you doing today? Doing good, Cruck. How you doing, my man? Living the best life. It's a great yeah. day to be an Eagle. How about you, Jairus? How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad to be here. Well, we love having you on the show. Uh, quick breakdown of what we're going to discuss. We have NFL football, followed by college football. Another update on the MLB wild card. We're going to talk a little bit NBA. We haven't talked about it much so far. Yes. The whole Ben Simmons uh, trade rumors and whatnot. Then we're going to finish out the episode on the board with another bracket style. So, without much more ado, we're going to jump right into it. So last night, the Panthers played the Texans, and the Panthers won that game uh, easily. Jairus, break down that game for us. Did, how did the Panthers do it? Yeah, I mean, the Texans looked uh, really like a days ago on offense with, you know, not having Tyrod Taylor or Deshaun Watson. And the uh, big takeaway was the McCaffrey injury. Going forward for the Panthers, can they keep winning? Can they keep producing on offense yeah. without McCaffrey, their main target and main main guy that carries the ball? Right. And, uh, you know, Sam Donald is really – he really looks like a brand-new quarterback. He's really thriving in Matt Rule's offense. Doesn't have to play in that Jets offense with no offensive lines. I'm sure he's happy as time yeah. to throw the ball. He's got targets like Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Just really looked good. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he's a new player, right? And that's yeah. also, I think, a lot with the organization with the Jets and just overall. But I think the Panthers, they're going to be a team to watch. AFC South, the Panthers are. They really are. Obviously, McCaffrey injury is a big deal. Right. So we'll have to see how that goes. But, Kruk, I'm just going to highlight one game real quick. The Buccaneers and the Rams game. That's a big-time game. Both teams, 2-0. and um, We got Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, two good quarterbacks right now. We know about Tom Brady. He passed, obviously, with all the stats and everything. But Matt Stafford is a quarterback that we've talked about, but we haven't really talked about. And I say that because Matt Stafford first was with the Lions, right? Being in Detroit, he really wasn't blossoming, just like Sam Darnold. Right. Almost same situation. And but now uh, he's on the team, right? I meant to say Robbie Anderson. I, I thought yeah, we were talking about... Yeah, it's yeah I, we were talking about Sam Darnold, and I started talking about Matt Stafford. All good, <laughs> but, man. All yeah, good. Yeah. But anyways, though, I think this game's going to be very close, right? Both teams will be very close. I think it's going to have to be how will the Rams' defense play against the Buccaneers' right. offense. Right. I think it's going to have to be between Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Both of those are two playmakers on defense. I think both of those two have to have a good game against Tom Brady, that explosive offense. And same thing for the Buccaneers' defense. they got to make plays, too. Right. you got Cooper Cup and everything. So that's going to be a good game. Right. Expect high scoring, though. That's what I expect. Yeah. I would expect that game to be high scoring as well because – you know, you mentioned it, Matt Stafford and Tom Brady. You know, they're not spring chickens. They've been in the league for a while. And, you know, Matt Stafford has produced yards. He just hasn't produced wins. You know, on that yeah. Lions team, you know, they had to play the Packers twice a year. They had to play the Bears twice a year, the Vikings twice a year. It's tough competition. So that's tough competition, especially as the Lions. And, you know, they just couldn't keep people healthy or they couldn't keep people there. Right. And uh, a game that I'm really looking forward to as a Bears fan, the Bears versus the Browns. The Browns went out uh, first week of the season and kind of shocked the Chiefs a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, they went into last week and they ended up coming out with the win. So both teams are going in one and one. The Bears, you know, didn't do so hot week one. Ended up dropping the game against the Rams because, you know, we didn't know how Stafford was going to react being on that new team. New stadium. Yeah, but he, he took it well. So right. then the Bears last week, you know, barely beating your Bengals. <laughs> so we're sticking around in Ohio for another week to see if we can get a clean sweep across the state. <laughs> across the state. Uh, another game I'm looking at, um, 
Sunday night football is the Packers and the yes. 49ers. You know, Aaron Rodgers, he was on the hot seat after week one loss. You know, they said, did you even want to be here? Are you even trying? And then, you know, last week after the interview, he basically said, he's like, for anybody who thought I wasn't trying, this is what trying looks like. He goes out there and just wipes the floor with the team. But, you know, what do you, what do you think, Jarris, about that game? 49ers and Packers, how do you think that's going to break down? Yeah, I mean, it should play out real well with those two high-powered offenses, you know, probably a lot of – a lot of ball, like a lot of passing, a lot of points on the board. You know, Trey Lance. I, I mean, I'm I'm hoping he keeps to play, he keeps playing, but uh, or he gets to he play. Gets in. Yeah, he gets exactly. to play eventually because I mean, Jimmy G's looked all right, but can he I mean, stay healthy? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the thing about the 49ers is, and I really like this 49ers team, is that overall the 49ers they have a good offense. Yes, and they have a good amount of running backs between with Mozart. Sermon, all those kind of running backs they have, and obviously Mitchell too. Yeah, but also all those guys make a lot of plays. I think the 49ers are a team, especially in this NFC West. We talk about it's loaded. We got the Rams, we got the Cardinals now coming up, the Seahawks. If this team can keep going, I think this will be a team to watch for sure. Yeah. And then uh, one last game we're going to talk about with the NFL Monday Night Football: the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, you know that's a huge rivalry for them, especially. Um, who do you see coming out of that game, Jairus? Me, personally, I see the Cowboys. They hung they hung in there really closely yeah. with the Buccaneers. Got the dub last week. I can see them taking it against the Eagles. Yeah. What about you? They've, they've really looked like a high-powered offense this year. Dak Prescott has thrown the ball really well. I would like to see Ezekiel Elliott get, get more yards with the carries he's getting. But, I mean, especially for my fantasy team. But, you know, I would like to see him get more carries. Yeah, I think quickly, I just this is going to be a good game. I think the Cowboys, I think it's between its home field advantage for me. Right. I think if it was in Philadelphia, I think the Eagles would possibly win. I think it's in Dallas, I think the Cowboys will win. And I just think with the Cowboys, they have high-powered offense, but I still worry about their defense. Mm-hmm. I still worry about if their defense can make plays and help the team out overall. But I think the Eagles, they're a team that's interesting. You know, with Jalen Hurts, with that whole offense, that's going to be a team... I'm really interested to see, especially he's starting to blossom as that quarterback for the Eagles. Yeah, so he's good. We're, we're going to see. I think the Cowboys will win this game, but don't be surprised with the Eagles coming up in the season. And moving forward, we're going to talk about college football week four, a little bit of the ratings, you know, what's changed there, and then mainly just games to look forward to. Um, but one of the games that uh, we haven't really done a whole lot of prep work for, the Avila University football game is taking on Southwestern, who is – if I'm not mistaken, 21st in the nation. 21st in the nation. Yes, so Avila is number 15 in the nation for NAI. Southwestern's number 21. That should be a really good game. Should be. And we would know because all three well, of us are on the team. <laughs> so, you know, I'm offense, Jairus is offense, and Max, your defense. Break down, you know, what is the defense mainly looking to stop here? Are they trying to stop the ground game? The air raid, what are they really looking for? Yeah, so we really got to stop the running back. The running back is a senior, Keyshawn Wyatt. He's a very elusive back. Makes a lot of plays, and he's a guy that's been their leader for the past four years with their team. Um, their offense, though, a lot of their plays go to their main number 10. I don't really remember his name, but he's a player that makes a lot of plays for the team. So wherever he goes, we have to know where he's at at all times. Most of the time, our whole defensive schemes this week, we've been going to number 10. Right. So that's another thing, too. we got to be able to figure out where he's at at all times. Also, we just got to be able to just stop the RPO, 
you know, being a quarterback, you probably know all that yeah, stuff. Right. Passing deep passes. If we can stop that, I believe, you know, see what the offense can do and hopefully get the dub. So right. what about the offensive side? Uh, mostly, I mean, we're just going to take what they give us, you know. I mean, they, they run a variety of coverages, man-to-man, cover three, cover five sometimes with mm. the three safety look. So, yeah, we're just going to try to just take what they give us, you know, nothing nothing too fancy. We don't have to take shots. I mean, we will take shots, but we don't have to do anything overly aggressive because right. we feel like we can beat this team by yeah. just taking taking what they give us. Yeah, I mean, just keep Nesbitt with the ball, right? Right. And hopefully Diorio can make some plays. Yes, sir. A couple, a couple of the people who I've really noticed, um, number 10 you were talking about, absolutely, Lake Hoffman. Mm. He's a senior tight end, six foot six, uh, originally from Kansas. He is a great athlete all around. He can make blocks and he can also catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he is the mound builder's version of a, you know, Travis Kelsey or a, right. you know, a little yeah. bit smaller guy. Yeah, he's, good, he's everywhere on that offense. And then defensively, there's two people that I really think are going to stand out and possibly make the difference. Number 43, their inside linebacker, Josh Carter. He's a junior. Uh, He's a little shorter. He's at 5'10". But, I mean, like this guy on film, he is one of the most disciplined and fundamentally like best middle linebackers I've seen in a while. Most linebackers will get in the habit of jumping into a play mm-hmm. and he takes yeah. his read step he attacks holes if, if there's a guard pulling yeah. he is there before the guard sees him the other player uh who's just really all around he does a lot of things for the team is number five drew smith also a senior linebacker uh you know six foot also from kansas i mean the guy makes plays flat out if they run it away from him he's not going to take the play off and start jogging he's going to get on his pursuit angle Right. He's gonna meet you, like downfield, to make sure he gets the tag. He's a good player. Oh. And then you know that's mainly NAI. Nothing else is really happening. <laughs> NCAA Division One. What are some games we should be on the lookout for, Jairus? Uh I'm looking at Notre Dame versus Wisconsin, as you also mentioned earlier. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Wisconsin takes this one because mm. Notre Dame. I mean, I watched the Florida State Notre Dame game. I'm a Florida State fan myself. I know we're not too good this year but Notre Dame they did they looked pretty good until third fourth quarter they started getting too comfortable you know Florida State started making plays made a comeback unfortunately didn't get it done but they barely beat Toledo by three yeah, points that's a good point I was gonna mention that. and they didn't handedly beat Purdue who's mm-hmm. not a great football team but I mean this Wisconsin team is coming in as a great football team on a hot streak so I mean look out for Wisconsin yeah, I mean it's going to be a good game. I think, especially with Notre Dame, they look they look they look average at best. Yeah, I say that because when average, because you know their their defense has allowed big plays. Kind of reminds me of like the Clemson Notre Dame game last yeah. year. Went to overtime, mm-hmm. a good team beating them possibly in overtime. So I mean that's just it's overall. I think it's going to be a good game. I think a defensive battle. If you're a defensive player, you want to see a game. This is the game for you. I think yeah. you're going to see two good defensive teams: Wisconsin, Notre Dame. I'm going to say Notre Dame still wins, though. It's going to be close. Okay. I'm going to say by a field goal. It's going to be possibly by maybe a field goal, about three minutes left to go, I believe. Yeah. I think Jack Cohn will make a play. Jack Cohn was formerly a Wisconsin quarterback. Right. Now he came over to Notre Dame, so he knows Wisconsin football a lot. So that's yeah. another thing, too, to keep an eye on. So exactly. What do you think there, Krupp? Uh, I think Wisconsin takes it by a field goal. Uh, it's going to be a close game as a Wisconsin fan. You know, I think it's going to be a closer game than we'd like it to be. If Wisconsin yeah. sticks with what they do best – you know, pounding the run game and then 
you know, getting yeah, passes yeah. here or there, but mainly doing the run game, I feel like it'll work. Two games that I want to really touch on because I think both of them are going to be better than what people expect them to be. The first one is Villanova versus Penn State. Penn State's number six. Penn State's been killing recently. But this is one of those things where I think Penn State's almost overlooking Villanova. Like, you know, they're in the film room. They're like, hey, our next opponent that right. was pretty good. Our right. next opponent, you know, looking forward to next week. Okay. And I, that's a dangerous thing to do. We almost got in trouble for that not right. too long ago, trying to overlook opponents as a football team. And so I think Penn State, it's going to be close for, like, halftime. Once they come out of halftime, I don't think it's going to be – even a game after that, Penn State's just going to roll. And then the other one that I think is going to be a closer game than people are honestly giving credit for, Clemson versus NC State. Yes, right. I think that game is going to be a lot closer than what people want it to be. Because, you know, we've been saying this, you know, since the Jaguars first drafted Trevor Lawrence. He has been their golden ticket, you know, right. their golden goose, whatever metaphor you want yeah. to call it. And now they're trying to struggle to find that next piece. Their defense is still awesome. Like, no doubt their defense is amazing, but they need an offensive producer like yep. they had in, you know, Golden Boy, Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I don't think that the Penn State Villanova for me game will probably be close. I think Penn State will probably take care of business, especially after the game they just had. I think that'll be this Penn State team just looks very good overall. Yeah, they look So I expect great. that game to probably be a kill, even though, you know, we'll see. It is college football. But I think I'm picking a possibly upset. I could see NC State possibly beating Clemson. I say that because we mentioned about their offense, but they have a good quarterback that's a senior too. Yeah. This guy's been in the league, Devin Leary. He makes a lot of good throws. Yeah. He's a good quarterback. And remember, NC State's had some good quarterbacks there. You had Russell Wilson in the past. You had others. So this team knows – how quarterback play is, and especially playing that atmosphere. And I just think about Trevor Lawrence's, he was a more pocket passer, right? He was a right. pocket passer, made a lot of plays. And it doesn't seem like DJ Ugalele, if I'm pronouncing that yeah, right, yeah. Um, is that kind of quarterback. He's just not overall. And that's a problem for Clemson. So I expect possibly it could be a low scoring game. I'm going to, I could pick the upset. I'm going to say NC State will beat Clemson this week, and Clemson. You might be done possibly for the playoffs. So yeah, what do you and, think yeah, and to add on to that, uh, Clemson's notably high-powered offense. You know, taking strikes downfield, making big throws. I mean, it wasn't. It hasn't really been shown by DJ mm-hmm. uh, Ukulele. I think I don't know. Uh, it just hasn't really been shown. You know, he hasn't been playing as well as Trevor Lawrence did when he was there yeah. at Clemson. And mm-hmm. I mean, Dabo Sweeney. I mean, he's probably not getting impatient. He's a great coach. He knows. He knows what DJ can do on the field. So. I think I think he lets the lets the range lose this game. I think Clemson takes it. And then uh, one last game we're going to talk about uh, before we move on: the Nebraska versus uh, Michigan State game. Mm. That is going to be my hot take for the week. I think that Nebraska may not win the game, but I think that they're going to cover the spread. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, the spread is right around the six point range. I might be a little off there, but. I don't think Nebraska is going to get blown out in this game. It's going to be a close game that comes down to, like, the last drive. You know, I'd like to see Nebraska win because I'm yeah. not a fan of the Spartans, but the Spartans are 20, 20th in Michigan the Michigan State looks good. Everywhere, so. They really yeah, do. They do. I think, I mean, Michigan State looks different. Mel Tucker, that coach down there, he's changed the whole atmosphere mm-hmm. of Michigan State. 
I think the whole running game there and everything. I think the thing about Nebraska is, is that they kept it close to Oklahoma last week. Mm -hmm. They kept it close overall, and I can say that was a little bit of Oklahoma's inconsistency or a little bit of how Nebraska was playing. So I think overall Michigan State, I think we'll win by two touchdowns. I think Michigan State will win. I think the running back's going to do well, and especially being at home. So Right. And Sparty up. And I, I would love to see Scott Frost, you know, get a big win at Michigan State. But, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I love to watch Adrian Martinez work in that Nebraska offense. He's a, he's a good playmaker. He's a good dual-threat quarterback. But I just, I just don't think they can over overcome Michigan State's offense. And uh, moving forward, the MLB wild card. Uh, it's getting close. It's getting pretty close these days. A lot of teams have been clinching. The Milwaukee Brewers clinched. The Giants clinched. The Tampa Bay Rays have clinched. The White Sox have clinched, as well as the Dodgers. So, you know, in honor of the AL wild card, I wore my Red Sox jersey. <laughs> yes, you did. Ted Williams on the back. Why not? Um, looking at that wild card off first, you know, the Red Sox and the Yankees are currently holding those two positions. But one game back is the Blue Jays. Mm -hmm. The Blue Jays are looking really good. Two games back are the Mariners. And I don't think the Mariners are a real team. I think they're faking it. I don't think they're real contenders. Hmm. And then the <laughs> Oakland right. A's are four games back. And I also believe that they're faking it. I think that wild card comes down to three teams. The Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, looking at it, I think the team that's probably going to be a threat possibly to win it is the Red Sox. And just overall with how they've been playing and their, their batting and everything, I think that's going to be a big key for the Red Sox. And Blue Jays, I've always talked about. I've talked about the Blue Jays in the past, Brooke, and the podcast and everything. And I really like what the Blue Jays organization has done. Yeah. You know, they really have. And talking about where they had to come from, obviously with COVID and everything, blah, 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 um, overall. But I still think the Blue Jays are a team to watch. So... I think possibly, but that also accustoms to the AL East, right? The AL East, to me, is the best conference in the AL. And then for the NL, I say the NL West. Both of those two are the both kind of spread out things in yeah. baseball. So we'll see. I think probably the Red Sox will probably be the best out of the wild card. And I think the Yankees will probably survive over the Blue Jays. So right. expect those two teams. And then looking at the other wild card, you know, the first time we talked about it with Keaton Ashby here, we almost wrote off St. Louis as if they don't matter. Like they don't, they're not going to do anything. Out of nowhere, they went on an 11 game winning streak, and or excuse me, 12 game winning streak, mm -hmm. and now they took the Philly spot in the wild card. So it's between them and the Dodgers now. The Phillies are four and a half games back. The Reds are five and a half games back, and then the San Diego Padres are six games back. San Diego, I mean. It's a shame to see them not make the playoffs, but we got the Dodgers and the Giants already in the playoffs. We don't need another NL West team. Yeah. Like, we have enough of them. Yeah. The Cardinals and the Dodgers, I don't think I don't think anybody's going to knock those two off their podium. I mean, looking at them. Maybe the yeah. Phillies. I mean, maybe the Phillies. I think I just look at the Phillies and possibly their schedule. They have the Pirates coming up. But they do have a big series with the Braves, which is another big thing right now. They lead... Um, the NL East with the Braves at 80 and 71. So that's another team um, that they got to beat. And also, I think, believe they played Miami at the end of the year. So that's another, so that's kind of two easy series. They have to win those games right. in order to possibly beat with the Cardinals. But right now, the Cardinals, they just, they look unstoppable. They look good. And that's got to be a lot of custom to their coaching. I think a lot to how Nolan Arenado has played. Right. A Golden Glove person. That's another big key for their offense. So, yes. you got anything else there, Jarris? 
Uh, yeah, I mean the Cardinals. The Cardinals are my team. You know, I was. It was really unfortunate. I didn't think. I didn't think we had any chance to make the playoffs. And we go on that win streak. Our pitching looked great. We were hitting the ball great. You know, just beating teams that people probably thought we shouldn't. So I mean, yeah. it, it was a good. It was good baseball to watch. Yeah, and looking at what the Cardinals have left right now, they got a game right now. Uh, Friday at one twenty, they're playing the Cubs. They got a game tomorrow against the Cubs. So, honestly, they're going to have a pretty easy time against the Cubs because the Cubs got rid of everybody. Yeah. yeah. They have the Brewers, and the Brewers haven't been doing so hot recently. You know, they obviously – a little bit possibly. Yeah, they yeah. just swept them. So, I could see that not going in the Brewers' favor. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, their final series, a three-game series against the Cubs to wrap everything up. So, I could see the Cardinals honestly winning out the rest of the regular season. Yeah, I agree. Unless they start resting players. Like Craig Council has for some unknown reason. Yeah, just keeping that in mind. That's if that happens, the Cardinals are going to be on a deep winning streak heading into the playoffs. So that's already telling you you better watch out for a team in the playoffs. That's definitely the, the Cardinals. Cardinals. So. You just got to get hot. You got to get hot at the right moments. Yeah. Definitely the, the right York, time to get hot. The New York Giants proved that back in what Super Bowl was that? Super Bowl forty-three or something <laughs> like that. I know they, 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 they did got, it twice. Uh, they got hot at just the right time, mm-hmm. made it all the way down to the Super Bowl, and they had that amazing catch. And that's one less ring for Tom Brady, but yeah, he made up for it with the other six. Yeah, he <laughs> got it back at Tampa Bay. So, yeah, moving forward are the Ben Simmons trade rumors. Mm-hmm. He did not show up to the 76ers mm-hmm. practice, and you know basically his PR release said, I have no intentions on doing it until, you know, whatever criteria was met, whether that's release me, trade me, whatever he wanted. He said he's not going to play for the 76ers because he's tired of getting blamed for being, you know, the guy for their downfall. And personally, I am not a huge Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith fan. I think, you know, I personally believe that, you know, he has made a reputation on just being a personality and not much of an analyst mm-hmm. but I do have to agree with the point he made if Ben Simmons could be a consistent free throw shooter yep. he could be a decent small forward on just about any team in the league he has dribbling skills to be a point guard he's got the body to be a you know power forward small forward he can finish with the best of them he just cannot hit shots consistently whether it's free throws yeah. jump shots three-pointers I think it's tough. I'd like to see him pl- still play because he's a good point guard, but I don't think he's going to be with the 76ers come tip-off. Yeah, and to add on to that, the whole Ben Simmons trade thing, like, I mean, I don't think he wanted to leave the 76ers. Like, a- after they lost, until Joel Embiid and Doc Rivers started making yeah. comments mm-hmm. about how he was afraid to shoot the ball, how he was scared to score, you know, in big moments. and. I really just that's just not something that you do as a leader of a team or a teammate, you know. And then later later in the summer, Joel Embiid was talking about how he he wants him back, yeah. And then Doc Rivers just a few days ago, he he said that I mean I feel like we can win a championship with this guy. Yeah, I mean it, I think it comes down to like kind of what Kruk was talking about. I think a lot of it had to do is is he the shooter that you want to be? You know, you can be, you can dribble. I think you can dribble all you want and do everything, but if yeah. you can't have a consistent shot in basketball, right. it's just not. Especially as a guard, as a guard, in this, in this just, type of NBA, it's just not going to work. Especially, but if possibly he does want to get traded, I have looked at possibly things. 
I think possibly look at the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, that would be a good one. Look at the Portland Trailblazers. Possibly have heard rumors, maybe with CJ McCollum, possibly getting as a package, possibly yeah. with him. Maybe get with Damian Lillard because that guy. And listen, Damian Lillard is a guy that's always been clutch. We always yeah. know he's clutch time anytime you can, and he's always been a leader because always. There's also been problems there in Portland, too. Same thing as the 76ers. There's been problems with the organization, the coaching staff, right. and everything. And they're going to understand the situation that Simmons has been in. I think that's a big key for possibly so. Also possibly look at the Rockets maybe as a team, mm-hmm. too, with John Wall possibly being a switch right. at that organization. So yeah. I think it's going to be what Ben Simmons wants, right? I think it's Ben Simmons is going to have to first work on his shot and also go to a team he's going to fly and function more in. Right. That's what I believe in, so... And so that's going to uh, actually, for those who you are new to Crunch Time, this is actually our first commercial break we're going to have. And they're like, we made it in the world. We're having a commercial yes, break. We finally made so it. So stick around. We'll be right back with the bracket talk in just a moment. This commercial break is brought to you by Avila Athletics. Avila Athletics is the official athletics site and source for all of your Avila football, soccer, basketball, and any other sport needs at Avila University. Make sure to tune in to avilaathletics.com and follow their Twitter page, at Avila Athletics. And welcome back to the set. We are live at the board with Mad Max. Max, break it down. What are we, what are we bracketing? Truck, we are going today. We're doing a video game style. We got, looks like we got Madden, we got 2K, we got MLB The Show, NCAA. We got all these types, Grub. We got a lot of games, past childhood. We enjoy it. We got to start off, man. We got to first start off with Madden versus UFC. So we got to start off. What, what do we think here, boys? All right, so me personally, you know, thinking about the entire franchise, Madden is one of the best video games ever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's had the most uh, length on its career. I got to go Madden here. You know, UFC is fun to play. Yeah. yeah. But, okay. you know, I just love Madden. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I agree with you. Madden's probably the best just because Madden's just overall. All right, so we got Madden, right? Madden first. There we go. All right, here we go. Now we got 2K. Versus backyard football. What are we thinking here, Jairus? You can take this one. Uh, I mean, backyard football, man. That's that's a big childhood game. That was, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, after school, peanut butter jellies, playing backyard football with my brothers. You know, that's that's a big memory. But I mean, two K ten. It's also a big memory. So I'm gonna have to go with two K. Yeah, I pro- I probably only played what I only have one two K game. But I still love two K. Yeah, it's just an awesome, awesome vibe. Everything so. Is that what you agree, Crook? Were you consensus here? I got to go 2K. You know, after a long day of practice, there's nothing like sitting in your room, drinking some water, and playing 2K. That's right. All right, so we got Madden 2K in that round there, but we got to keep going down the bracket here. We good? We got we got MLB The Show mm. versus NHL. Let's see. This could be a tricky one. What do you think here? I like baseball video games. Yeah. Uh, baseball, you know, I just I love playing baseball. If I was any good at it, you know, I'd probably try to pursue that as well mm-hmm. as football. But, I mean, NHL, you literally can fight somebody on the ice. So, I mean, honestly, I might have to go NHL. I just I think the whole fighting somebody in an actual video game is pretty fun. Yeah, I'm a big chow guy. I think I'm going to go with NHL. Hmm. Well, it's two versus one because I was going to pick MLB because that's actually I enjoy. NHL's okay, but I don't know. But, hey, two versus one. Can't go complain. So, we got, we got MLB there. So, let's see. We got to keep going down. This one, let's see. FIFA, NCAA, could, could be close. What do we got? But before we go any further, 
Are we 100% sure we want to go MLB the show? I thought it was I thought it was two and one to like NHL. NHL. Max. Oh, that's right. We did pick NHL. My fault. That was I actually was thinking because hey, I was like, hey, getting ahead of myself. Nah, we got to fix it up. We got NHL. There we go. Right, there now we go. that we got things. Now started, we got things cleared up. This, you know, this is a hard one, actually. This. I, it's FIFA harder than it should be versus yeah. NHL. I mean, I, I know we're going to pick college football, but FIFA is so fun, dude. Like, I wish it would have been matched up with another game, but... If FIFA was anywhere else, it right. would definitely make the next level. Exactly. NCAA college football is one of the most hyped video games yeah. that are coming yeah. out soon. The last one that came out was 2014 right. for uh, the Xbox yeah. 360. Denard Robinson on the front. I mean, it's an absolutely great game. You could literally play as the mascots. Like yeah, it's legendary yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Legendary. Game. If they put it out today and they were like two hundred dollars, I would pay it. Yeah, for the game. No doubt. Consensus, NCAA. With my part in air of NHL over MLB, we now have NHL versus NCAA. But now we're gonna keep going down. We got Tecmo Bowl versus Tony Hawk. What do we got? That that's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, you got Tecmo Bowl where it's like. Bo Jackson, if you had him, you weren't losing a single game. Nobody can stop that. Right. Yeah. But, you know, Tony Hawk pro skater, you know, there's a little bit inside of you that's like, for some reason, you want to play the game. You could never skateboard a day in your life. You can pick it up, and it's, it's just fun to play, right. you know? Yeah, totally agree. Tony Hawk is a def- definitely a legendary game, but also Tecmo Bowl is, I mean... That's something our dads grew up playing, you know? Like, and then he showed me how to play it on the Nintendo 64. You know, it's just a legendary game. Bo Jackson is, oh, yeah, he's unstoppable. To unstoppable. Your boy. So we got Tony Hawk, looks like, here. So I mean, Tony Hawk we going with, or what are we going with? I'm Tecmo Bowl, but if, if you're I'm going you Tony Hawk or Tecmo I'm going Bowl. Hawk. I got to go Tony Hawk. Listen, let's, we, got, we got a couple footballs here. We got NCAA Madden. Let's change it up. Let's get Tony Hawk in there. We'll get it two versus one, so it's very close. All right. All right, so we got the last one, NBA Jam versus Wii Sports, the fun, great Wii Sports. What do we got? This may be showing my age, but I actually played both of these games on the original Wii console, <laughs> and like it was just so much fun. The oldest guys out there. I still play yes. Wii Sports to this day in my dorm room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there are four different people on my console who are pro Wii bowling, so. I gotta go. I gotta go. Wii Sports. Wii Sports is a yeah. goaded video. I gotta go with Wii Sports. Yeah, that's NBA Jam is a legendary game. Don't but take you can't break up from the, it. But Wii I personally say you can't break up the childhood. Right. Wii Sports to right. me is just a childhood thing overall. So, all right, we have now made it to the second round of the matchups. We have Madden versus 2K. We have NHL versus NCAA, and we got Tony Hawk Pro Skater versus Wii Sports. So. Once we get to here, we're going to now get to the top three. So we'll see from that list here what will be our top three and what overall. So first got to get there, though. Well, we got, what is it, Madden versus 2K. Here we go. This is where it gets interesting. What do we got? That's, that's a tough one for me. If you consider the entirety of the franchise, I'd have to give it to Madden because, mm-hmm. like, back in the day, they had the best video games. Right. If you take the last, you know, five, six years, I'd give it to 2K because, mm-hmm. you know, some of the 2K games haven't been that good. But, you know, Madden anymore, they really don't change anything. They kind of just produce the same game over and over, just changing the rosters. And that's my opinion. Right. And are we, are we going to put in NBA Live as well with the 2K games? Because Ooh, NBA Live on the PlayStation idea. 2 
those are some legendary games. I remember playing those as a kid. So, are we gonna add those in? Can we? Can I we think I think those? we have to include the those. Max. Basketball game. What's What's the call here? I mean, it's it's tough because, like you mentioned before, it's two generations, right? right. We talk about Madden in the past overall. Two K has been making a comeback this whole generation. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I personally think that the history of Madden to me trumps two K. So that's that's my decision. I mean, you want to make a final call? What do we got? Final call here. Are you going two K? I, that's that's a tough one. This is a tough one. This this was, it really is. We 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 put really matchups in tough spots here. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got Madden and Two K right here in this round. So I have to go. I have to go Two K because no matter what time of year I play Two K, it's always fun. Because like, you know, when you're in football season, Madden. you watch football, you play right. football, practice yeah. football, scout. That's true. You know, you that just want to break. Yeah, exactly. just play a little bit of basketball. That is true. So right, I gotta. So I'm going 2K. Jarvis, what do we got? Your final call. Gotta break the tiebreaker. Dang man. Put you in a tough spot, didn't we? I know. I tough know, spot know. here. Yeah. Uh, this is a good battle right here. 2K. 2K. All right. 2K has beaten and overthrown Madden to reach possibly our top three debate. But now. We got to go to NHL versus NCAA. So let's see. Is this one a little bit tougher? You guys think this is a little more easier yeah, call? This this is probably the easiest one of all of them. I probably say NCAA. I don't know about yeah, no, NCAA football. By what do you say, Krupp? I mean, there's only two times you ever see AA together: NCAA and Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> one of them's good. The other one's not so good. <laughs> Show me NCAA. All right, we got NCAA here. All right, the last one, Tony Hawk Pro Skater or Wii Sports, the favorite childhood game. What are we choosing? You know, I've been thinking about this one. Wii Sports is kind of like cheating the system when you think about it, because they have boxing, golf, right. bowling, baseball. What's your guys' favorite one on Wii Sports? Tennis? No, to me, just one. To me, game. it's got to be. It's like boxing or bowling on that. Dude, tennis was mine. Tennis, tennis was good. Tennis was, was good too. Tennis. tennis was good too. Tennis is so, the only one yeah. I'm not a pro at. Really? <laughs> like, I've had this game. Boxing was awesome. Boxing, yeah. I've had I just did this all the time. I just went back and forth. <laughs> I've had the game for 13 years, and I still cannot become a pro at tennis. I'm a, like, I'm a pro at every other sport, not tennis. Golf and baseball, those were both fun, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah Wii Sports. So, I got to take Wii Sports. I think we're taking Wii Sports. All right. R.I.P. Tony Hawk. I think I think I know what my All right. Would be, we have made it. Order. To a possibly top three decision between 2K, NCAA football, and Wii Sports. So now we're gonna start from the bottom and reach up to the top. Right. We're gonna start at number three and then go up to number one. So out of these three right here, who is the number three on the list? Personally, I would put Wii Sports at number three. Yeah, looking at it, I mean, I probably, I know, I think we're gonna have a fun kind of debate between these two. Right, I think right. it's between these two. I think Wii Sports, you know, even though it's made a good run, right? Right. You know, it's no, it's, it's just doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it's just not totally there. So we'll have Wii Sports here at number three. So here we go. We got the silver and we got the gold at two and one here between NCAA and 2K. You know, personally, I put personally I'd put 2K at three because I just think Wii Sports Ooh. brings more to the table, but. I think you know, we I made mean, a consensus. I think Wii Sports to me is number three because I think 2K overall has got it was a better. It was conference. a two to one vote. I lost. It's right, okay. Right. Uh, 2K NCAA. I mean, like there has been 
three straight years of hype about this next NCAA yeah. game. Mm-hmm. People have been photoshopping Burroughs, Trevor yeah. Lawrence, you know, whatever Kevin state Murray. you're from, they're photoshopping yeah. anybody <laughs> into it. So, I mean, people are so hyped about the new NCAA game, and some people are still playing the old one. Yeah. Like yeah, Isaac Johnston, Viking boy on the football team, yeah. still <laughs> plays that game. One of our offensive lives, yes, exactly. It never gets old. There's so many college football teams. I mean, yeah, I probably would have to agree with you boys. Is that the NCAA game is just something you can't pass up no. on. Any I think it's number console. one. It's got to be number one. Number one. All right. We have made the decision. We have NCAA football at number one. We have 2K at number two. And then Wii Sports at number three. So that will conclude our video game bracket challenge. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Do you agree with our decisions? Do you think there should be another team in there? Or do you think you possibly think 2K, do you think NHL should possibly be at number one? Let me know what you guys think. And tune in for next time at Crunch Time with Grub.